Welcome back. <laughs> you clapping like me? <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, David. With me, as always, is Uncle Pablo. What's up, all you beautiful souls? <laughs> beautiful souls. And uh, today on the podcast, me and Pablo wanted to talk a little bit about depression. Um, we were actually talking about how depression actually goes back to ancient times. Some of the earliest Sumerian writings about health uh, were about mental health, really. And uh, I think that that's pretty crazy that we've come this far throughout history and we still haven't really been able to solve the problem of depression or I guess maybe get to the root cause to solve it within, you know, a large amount of the population. I don't know if that's even possible, honestly. So I, first, I don't think it is. What is depression? What is depression to you or what is depression what? to me? I mean, yeah, so are there different meanings of depression? So can we label depression as different things? Uh, I mean, I suppose that we could. For me, it's kind of a general, and I've been depressed my whole entire life. So um, I'm just thinking back, you know, on maybe yesterday. Because, I mean, I think that I face feelings of depression every single day. Um, I think that there's just different ways that I've figured out how to mitigate it and control it so that you know I don't allow it to control my life um, but for me it's just like kind of like an overall sadness and feelings of low self-worth low self-love um, inadequacy and maybe just a general like feeling of you know not being enough of me for whatever is happening in my life. So, how can I put this? If that's your idea of depression, like, are you labeling yourself at, that you have depression, right? Or, <clears throat> reason why I'm asking is because I was told that I had depression. Okay. years back um, which I was going through a divorce or, or, or a, not a divorce um, a split up at the time with a separation with my wife at the time I was living with a friend I was drinking a lot um, I was told that, I had, to that I had depression and um, went to my mom suggested me to go to a doctor well multiple people said oh you should go see a doctor you have depression so I went to a medical doctor who prescribed me Zoloft um, some other depression, man, I don't remember. And then some sleeping pills because I couldn't sleep. But they just made me feel worse. But the reason I'm saying this is because I was sad at the time, but I wasn't sad all the time. Like, I, I was still, like, I was still happy. Like, I would go to work and I'd see my friends and whoever, co-workers, and we'd cut up and have a good time for a few minutes. And I'd go off and do my jobs. And, and yeah, I'm, I have sad moments throughout the day, and I I'm, I missed my woman at the time, but I I didn't I, me being told well that's depression because you're sad, so I I I just think of it differently now that if I have depression, then I also have happiness too because I'm not I, there's no way it's unsustainable to 
seriously feel sad and depressed for me personally every single minute of the day and when i'm asleep you know like are my dreams depressing too so for me like i realized that there is this balance and it's uh, this is what helped me get over like this these negative thoughts is like there's this balance in my life like i have i can feel super shitty for as long as i need to feel it so i can go through whatever it is i'm going through mm-hmm. but not to for me to label myself that i have depression i'm sad i'm depressed or i have depressing moments or or even days but i don't have i don't want to label myself as i have depression i just want to say that that's just what i'm going through at the time well i think that what you describe is almost sort of a manic depressive where you just have highs and lows of like and i i don't know i think that it might be a norm in society for almost everyone to have yeah, that's, what, that's what i'm saying is like what everybody has low really really low moments like i'm talking about i want to kill myself low moments Mm -hmm. and that's another thing is like oh you know if you have thoughts of killing yourself go go see a therapist yeah if you can afford a fucking therapist well if you have thoughts of killing yourself you're fucking normal if you have actions or do things that you're trying to do to kill yourself that's not normal because there's days where i've of course like going through a really bad divorce like there was times where I just wanted to die. You want to die, mm-hmm. but you, you know, you're not going to fucking kill yourself. Some people do. So I think that's the thing is that those, those people that actually go out there and kill themselves because they are depressed or sad. Those are the statistics that people look at and say, well, you should go see a therapist. You should go get some help so you don't kill yourself. But having these negative, really super fucked up thoughts are normal. And I think that's what people don't understand is it's okay to have those thoughts, right? Because, but the thing on this is like action. What actions are you taking? Mm -hmm. How are you responding to your thoughts? If you can just sit there and be uncomfortable with your thoughts, but not, not like react to them, then then you're in a very healthy place because I have fucking bad negative thoughts all the time, but I don't take action on it. And I I Mm -hmm. reckon the thing of this too is like recognizing those bad, sad, depressive thoughts. Um, and for me, it's just like recognizing that those thoughts are not me. Mm-hmm. They are coming from my brain, but who I really am, I am the observer of those thoughts. I'm observing the thinking. And when I, when I take myself out of that, that helps me so much. Yeah. And there are different, like people take different routes to, to cure depression. And I truly believe there is really no full cure. There's tools that we can use, whether it's meditation or even the pills that you have to take. But none of that is going to cure a human brain in the way we think. Right. It's like getting comfortable with your weird, depressive thoughts. I mean, I don't think, is it, are those pills meant to cure anything? Because I mean, usually they prescribe you those pills for, yeah. like, for life. Yeah, those so. pills are meant to just, <clears throat> they're meant to throw serotonin in your brain. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not naturally produced serotonin. It's a pill producing serotonin to make you, to make your, you know, make you feel a certain way, make you feel better. But those thoughts are still there. Right. Those thoughts do not leave. Those pills do not take your thoughts away. And I, I believe that it's, that's the easy way out of trying to get away from whatever there's thoughts are there that there's just no emotion involved with them. Not the, when you're not having the low emotion. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to feel good. And, you know, your brain is thinking a little bit better, but the thoughts are still there. Right. Like the situation, whatever you're going through is still there. 
So like for me at the time, my um, my separation was still there. So I, she would come over and drop my daughter off or whatever it was and I'd have to see her. And no matter how fucking good I felt, I still felt those negative thoughts and the sad thoughts were still there. Mm-hmm. But I was just feeling different. Like my body was a little different. And to me, that's just like pushing away what needs to be recognized. Um, and then, but I was being a dumbass because I was drinking and and drinking alcohol and taking Ambien. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that was a dumbass decision. I woke oh, up. Man, you almost fucking killed yourself. Yeah, <laughs> well, fucking dude, that I shit. fucking drove to the Seven <laughs> Eleven and I don't even know what I got and came back. And the next morning, my roommate was like, he told me that I drove to the fucking store. And I don't like, even oh remember driving god, to the store. I can't store. believe I fucking drove I to the store. Took, I was yeah. sleep driving, and yeah. after that is. Well, that was the first thing. And then the second time I woke up behind the couch and I was like, where the fuck am I at? Behind then, the couch. Behind, like I pushed the couch out and fell asleep. Like behind the couch and I woke up looking <laughs> Maybe around. Maybe you needed like, a safe space. I was like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm not taking this shit no more. I'd rather quit taking the pills than quit drinking. So yeah, either that was still a dumbass decision. So you were still drinking you just stopped taking still pills. Dr- and drinking doesn't help your depression. No, it's a depressant. I see a so lot of people So if you're depressed, you definitely... That. Shouldn't drink. Like, yeah, like I'm having a hard time or had a bad day. Let's go have a drink. Yeah, let's go have a badder day. <laughs> let's still, make this day worse, a little bit a little worse. worse. Yeah, <laughs> let me get these thoughts even a little more fucked up in my head. <laughs> but no, I mean, whether it's like, oh man, I, what, any habit that you have. So people who are on drugs, like hardcore drugs, like heroin, um, meth, whatever it is, you know, they're trying to escape something. Mm-hmm. Whatever we we use we're trying to escape something we're trying to escape the reality of something we're trying to escape a situation we don't want to feel so that's like something i learned buzz to talk more that too you do feel good when you start drinking but that's only temporary you know you're borrowing a good time and then once that shit is gone you're gonna feel the same way but something i learned when i stopped drinking was that you don't none of that shit goes away none of the pain nothing goes away when you stop drinking everything's still there so but you're having to feel everything. Mm-hmm. You're having to feel all your situations and all your problems sober and dealing with that shit. And I think that's the tough part with like a lot of people. Probably me. smoking weed too. I mean, yeah, weed know, is a crutch. Yeah, uh, it's definitely numbing. You know what I'm saying? There's a numbing effect where, you know, I could be like thinking about something, upset about something, whatever, you know. And, uh, or just concern, general concern of something, you know, just normal life shit, you know, work, fucking bills. But I do believe, I mean, weed helps shit. with a lot of shit. Weed helps physically with so many things. We, right. Weed helps, you know, like, it helps anxiety and shit like that. But I do believe, like, whatever it is you take, anything that's helping you, if you're recreationally using it, it's not going to work like it's supposed to. Right. And you're going to be dependent on it. And everything needs to be done in moderation anyway. Mm-hmm. Usually people end up, I mean, I know there's this thing, you know, people say, you know, weed's not a dangerous drug, but I mean, people do get addicted to it. You know what I'm saying? And they uh, do, yeah. they do fucking spend like massive amounts of money. And even if they don't, because you, it's hard to spend a shit ton of money on weed, but you could spend a shit ton of time on weed. You know what I'm saying? And you know, a shit ton of your attention can go to weed and weed activities. And I, I, I am an advocate of smoking weed, but like I notice, like the less I smoke weed, like not as much, like not like all the time. Like before, I was like smoking a fucking joint in the morning, smoking a joint at fucking lunch, smoking a joint in the evening, just smoking all fucking day. Like I was just constantly yeah, fucking smoking, just constantly spending money on it. 
But also, I was just constantly numbing my mind, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't, you know, it's harder to feel feelings whenever you're on a fucking mind-numbing fucking weed haze all the goddamn time, you know? So, yeah, it's, you're, numb, I mean, you're numb the whole time. Exactly. So, I mean, it has positives and negatives. Like with anything, everything, I think, deserves moderation. So you were saying... I think that anything is something you should... I mean, you could obsess over exercising, but even that, you know, you can't... You could overtrain, and then it can end up being bad. Yeah. Yeah. You can end up hurting yourself or whatever. Just like you could overeat. You could over everything, you know? You could overwork yourself, you know? Get too much sunlight. So I think, like, when it comes to addiction, too, I I like... This is me. I don't know. This is me personally, but I label addiction. So no matter what it is, it's like, what are you doing to get whatever it is you're trying to get? That's an addiction. So if you're if you're stepping over people, if you're doing things that you know are not morally right, or you're kind of screwing people over, or you're hurting someone else in the process to get what you need to get, that's an addiction, no matter what it is. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can be addicted to almost anything. Yep. And it's not a positive thing to do, unfortunately. So. Nope. Like, people say, oh, this is a healthy addiction. I honestly no don't believe that there's, there's no such a thing as a healthy addiction. addiction. Yeah, because that's an attachment. You're attached to something to make you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and I know I talk about plant medicine all the time. I talk about my, these ceremonies that I go to. But trust me, like, I, I can go to a ceremony and not sit with ayahuasca. So it's a ceremony itself. Like, I might not be in the circle, but being there on the land and being, like, feeling the energy and just the whole thing. I mean, process. you do that all the time, right? You go and Well, you I'll go and help out with the fire and things like that. But mm-hmm. but just the whole – and for for – for me, ayahuasca is not going there to escape something. It's actually going in there to dive deeper into whatever the fuck's bothering me or whatever my problem is. It's a problem solver. Actually, the Colombian tribe that came not too long ago, they called it the remedy instead of the medicine. And because the medicine medicine is something that you take, you know, over and over and over for whatever reason. And this here, they call it the remedy because when you have a remedy, you don't need like you're finding your the solution to whatever problem, you don't need to use that as a crutch to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So now there's there's times like you know they're they're gonna have another ceremony like for um, one of the grandmothers what we call it grandmother Luce. So it's her birthday, so she's doing a private one, and I'm not gonna go sit in that with them, but I'm going to help out with the fire. It's just because I don't need to do it all the time. So when I am there doing it it's for a specific reason mm-hmm. um i got my dad coming which is amazing so we're we're doing a separate one a private one and then a friend from belize and if you can make it that'd be awesome but. i mean i would love to but <laughs> <laughs> the universe plays itself out properly then yes so but <laughs> i question though you, you were talking about thousands of years ago um you know there was they talked about mental health did they have like, what did they do for their depression? Like, did they have oh, plant they medicines? Did, they, they did, did crazy shit. Like, you freaking kill a bunch of goats. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, they just, they, they, they weren't really, like, on the page of fixing things in ancient Samaria the proper way. It doesn't seem like they had a lot of just weird, like, snake oil type remedies for the stuff that I was reading about, you know? And it could have just been, like, I didn't, wasn't reading the right. I went on the... Um, if you go to the UCLA website, 
you can go and look at cuneiform tablets and then oh. they translate them right there for you so you can just basically like pick from a library off the shelf wow, that's crazy of crazy cool. ancient sumerian tablets so i just go in there and read some sometimes because they have a directory and you can kind of figure out like you can kind of look and see you know what you might be interested in or whatever because it is like you know cataloged or whatever but yeah, I'll just go like I do that shit on my lunch break. Like I just yeah. be reading fucking ancient Sumerian tablets on my lunch break just because I'm yeah. bored. <laughs> just like ah, I I get tired of watching all this crap media and you know yeah man all this bullshit. Fail. I mean yeah, that's gonna that's part of depression too. It's, it's, it's social it's, media. The, the yeah, it's like you said something about are you posting something about body dysmorphia that video? Yeah yeah like yeah. when we see these filters or we see these people working out these girls working out guys working out and they have this like body you know we judge ourselves because we see something that we we look at this picture or video of this person that we think that's perfect like their body's perfect so then we judge our body like why you know my body don't look like that i think their body's beautiful man that is killing people right now because yeah, it's definitely. i was thinking about this today is that my body don't look like that like we've been working out pretty hardcore recently i'm nowhere near where i want to be but i'm loving my body and it's not because i look good it's because i'm feeling good yeah you just feel good yeah, you never I, hear somebody say oh man i had a, a really shitty workout i feel so crappy and bad about myself yeah <laughs> yeah it, it, is a, it is a release and then i posted some a story where it said um women want their pain contained and men want their pain released so for me, going to the gym is like releasing whatever shit that I got going on. And, mm -hmm. it, and it fucking, it does help. Oh, it helps tremendously. Yeah. I mean, like half of my book is about how like you need to, everybody needs to work out. It's extremely, in, in my opinion, everybody on the whole entire planet Get needs active. to be doing exercise and getting active, staying like, you know, moving because... Yeah. The more sedentary you are, the shittier you're gonna feel. Like even when you don't want to get up, that's when you need to get up the most. Yeah, that's that's the most important part. Is like getting up whenever you don't want to get up and do anything, and just doing something anyway. Because you know we we're we're suffering here. Like we've got poison all around us. There's poison in our fucking food. There's poison in our air. There's poison in our water. You know everything's trying to kill us all at the same fucking time mm -hmm. in the society right now. And the, the, one of the best things that we can do is just to stay active. And then, I mean, in turn, it releases, you know, dopamine into your fucking system mm -hmm. and shit. You're getting a fucking high from working out, from doing physical yeah. activity. And then the more you progress, the more you do it, the more weight you can lift or the further you can push your body, the better you, can, you feel about yourself. Like, yeah. you just start to feel so good because you can do these things that not everybody can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and you might not have perfect bodies, but honestly, whenever you look at the percentage, like, in, mm -hmm. like, the world, yeah. we're the top 1%. Yeah. Because we take care of ourselves. We, well, you mean in health? And all that stuff, health, fitness, all that shit. Well, like, I thought there's America a, was the no, number one obese me country. Me and you. Oh, oh, I because the oh, got gotcha, you. Because gotcha. we work yeah, out, yeah, because yeah. we watch what we eat. You know what I'm saying? Because it's we actually have actually three percent. Is it three? Yeah, I, 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 I heard it was the top one percent. No, I'm just saying oh, it's three percent, man. man. <laughs> okay, but like health wise and shit like that, like we are in the top one percent of humans on the planet. Like. 
we're better than 99, not better than, but just more in shape, more fit because uh, such a large majority of the population of the world doesn't do any type of exercise whatsoever. And I'm di- not <clears throat> even just diet, but um, I would say, well, I mean, not just exercise, but diet is probably 80% of our health. Right. And I think people are waking up a little bit more to that these days than it was in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, in the 60s and 70s and 80s, they were lying to them about fast food, oh, yeah. like real heavily, yeah. and even in the mid-90s. So, like, now that we have real data and we see how detrimental it is to our bodies, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are waking up. But there's still a lot that aren't, you know what I'm saying? Like, me saying a lot of people is, like, maybe, like, a fifth of the population, not even probably a fifth, more like probably like one twenty-fifth of the population. So, and you know, people actually now we're on with depression. There's a lot of people that use food, uh, you know, as their crutch mm-hmm. for for you know being depressed. Right, ice um, cream. I love ice cream. Oh man, I love Fucking, pizza. And that's so. Look, pizza my pizza thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I post a lot of funny videos on Instagram about how much pizza I eat, and I I think I do eat. A lot of pizza, but <laughs> the thing of this is, is like people don't see what I eat outside of that. Like my diet, my normal diet consists of like fruits, veggies, salad for lunch, and that's every day at work. Mm-hmm. And then at night, it's like steamed veggies. It just depends on my night or what's going on. But I have like this boring ass diet, like quinoa yeah. with veggies. My daughter makes this quinoa soup that's like awesome. It has a bunch of veggies in it. Um, you but should, for the most part, like I don't have a boring diet. I feel like <laughs> my diet. I think it's boring <laughs> because it's don't it's just it don't like wow you in the mouth. And I was so used to that, and that's what people are used to. You know, when you're feeling sad, you go and eat this fucking awesome ass meal, and you're fucking happy. Like, Bro, I've like, figured out how to make, make healthy meals out of fucking comfort food, like what I just made for him. The uh, steel cut oats with banana honey. Usually, I put peanut butter in it, and then I put some cinnamon on top. Oh, yeah. And that shit is fucking fantastic. Yeah, that's an amazing. Super nutritious. Pre-workout meal right there. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's that's like you know, and I I try to. Well, I eat fish, so that's a little bit different, you know. And I mean, but a lot of times it is just like not sa- steamed, but sautéed lightly. You know, what I'm saying and yeah. some olive oil yeah. veggies. I don't really cook my vegetables too long. I like them a little bit crunchy. I do too. I like them. You know, yeah, I, I like them to have some a fucking, quick little blanch. Is what, what is that shit in there? Like chlorophyll or something? Or is, uh, what's the that makes the the holds the cell walls of the vegetable? Is it chlorophyll? Fucking sturdy. I don't know. Is it chlorophyll? No, chlorophyll. I don't nah, know. Dude, I'm I'm asking. asking. <laughs> but yeah, my diet's pretty pretty boring. I mean, that's like like literally every day at work is 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 a smoothie and a salad. Um, but, and it's easy. It keeps me comfortable at work. And plus, I, but you just, probably feel good after you. Oh, eat I feel it, great you know all day. Like so I feel like, I have energy, and I'm not bloated. I'm not like dragging ass. See, that's another thing about depression is you end up eating really shitty foods for comfort foods, and and then it in turn makes you more depressed because you can't fucking move well, after our, you eat that it. too. But our gut health plays a big part in depression. Our gut is in line with our brain. A right. lot of people don't know that that too. You know, our gut, it has a big, like we have neuroreceptors from our gut that go to our brain. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I remember when I was fasting, like I fasted a few different times, um, but 
when I was going through a breakup and not fasting like on purpose, I just didn't want to eat. I felt that I was more, I had this connection, like this spiritual connection, maybe more of an intuition when I was eating less. My gut was clean. Mm-hmm. I was cleaning myself out, like not knowing it. But I was actually, it's a weird thing. Like I was feeling bad. It was actually starting to feel better. My body was feeling better. You're talking about the breakup fast. Yeah, yeah, the breakup <laughs> fast, the heartbreak fast. And, you yeah, know, the heartbreak fast. It's like weird because I'm like not feeling good. And, and, and here's my thing. Yeah, I was depressed in that time, but I didn't have depression. I don't think of it as me having depression. I think for me personally, I think depression is just temporary. Mm-hmm. It's just what I'm feeling through this week, this moment, this, this hour, whatever it is, I'm not feeling good. But I always come out of it because I have a lot to be grateful for. And I, re- I realize that, you know, okay, this was, these were just my thoughts or this is just a situation that was happening at the time. So, I, yeah, I was depressed. I was depressed for yeah. like a little bit. I mean, but you get sad and fucking heartbreak Yeah, shit. sad, depressed, you, you know. You fucking love somebody and they're gone. Like, this is going to be automatic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I miss all kinds of fucking people that are gone. It sucks. It's a shitty feeling. I, you, you tend, I woke up when I was, when I realized that my worth like man fuck that like i am the fucking prize yeah, yeah. like i i realized like hey, i did this and this and this and this and this and i'm like i was comparing and i shouldn't have because of me comparing that is like using that as a transaction mm-hmm. when i wasn't you should be just doing it out of love and that's what you're supposed to do but right. i was still weighing out what i did compared to what they were doing for me or what they did for me and they gave it their best but man i realized like i deserved way much better than that yeah like my i should my should have my needs met a lot more than what they you know what was happening at the time right and that's what i was getting to is like you know i i I say that i i've had feelings of depression like a lot of times like all the time but then i go back to those ideals you know what i'm saying and i i can check yourself as like we said in the last one and then you become aware of it and then you remind yourself like wait no i'm the fucking shit like just it, you know, it was that person's loss. It, you know, I'm a fucking awesome individual. It's not even about what you do. It's just like, I know that I'm fucking worth way more than what I was putting up with. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I think that that's what it comes down to is just remembering that you're the prize. <laughs> you ran out of memory, son of a is that bitch. What it was? Probably. Yeah. Lost video. It's all good, though. <laughs> See if it's safe. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's safe. But, yeah, so, I mean, you know, as long as we remember that we are the prize, I think that's a, a good, easy way to, uh, oh, so you didn't run out of memory? Yeah, I have no clue what happened. Oh, that's super weird. Huh. Yeah. Uh, just a good tool <clears throat> to use whenever we do have those fucking feelings, because, like you said, I think everybody has weird feelings like that at some point, like, where they're just like, eh, what the fuck, man? You know what I'm saying? I think and we you should... just start looking at the wrong things in your life instead of what's yeah. right in your life. Yeah, and you know? that's part of depression is like you you are focused on Focusing all the negative, the, the bad things. stuff. And, and I don't know, I guess like when I was feeling sad or depressed, it was me not accepting the situation and wanting it to be different because that's why that's what was causing my pain or my suffering mm-hmm. was like, okay, well, man, I can't believe this happened. Or I want this to be different 
And that's why we're sad because we want things to be different. We haven't right. accepted it yet. Right. Sometimes we won't, maybe even whatever you're going through, you might never accept it. Yeah. But when you do accept it, you start to think of it differently and you start to feel better. So I feel like maybe we should know, like I see a lot of people and there's groups on, on social media where they're normalizing depression and it's a support group, but they're, and I do think it's good in a way because they're supporting each other, but there, there is like this little line where they should, how can I put it? Not, not promote it as like, okay, well let's, let's all, it's like, uh, what, what do you let's call it? Let's all be okay with being depressed. Yeah. And we'll just come together. Like, like, let's man, all what's try that to... saying where you're, um, oh, man, where you're sad birds. Of, no, no, I can't remember what it is, but you know, when someone's sad, oh, misery loves company. There you go. Misery loves company. And that's so true. And it's like, if I'm sad and depressed, uh, let us let me find someone like-minded and we can be sad and depressed together. Right, but that's yeah. not a good combo, especially in a relationship. No, definitely. You want, if you're sad and depressed, be around some fucking happy people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, like, a, it's an energy and then thing look that at what, off. what they're doing and it's like, okay, well, you know, maybe my life isn't as bad as I thought it was. Or maybe, you know, I was, you know, right in the situation or wrong in the situation. And maybe I am looking at this uh, objectively and let us, instead of subjectively or vice versa. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I think it's a, it's about being around the right people to, to curb it, you know. I, I, I don't spend a lot of time with a lot of people because most people are fucking kind of depressed and shitty and just talk about the bad things that are going on in life all the time. But that, that I think <clears throat> also is like we all, humans want attention, period. Yeah. And some, sometimes that's some people's way of getting attention and that started from childhood. Mm-hmm. The only way they can get their attention from their parents was doing, acting up, being bad. So something negative and or some kind of tr- some kind of traumatic situation gets them attention. So they they grew up with that and they're stuck with that. Right. So and they're drawn to it. They're attracted to yep. it, you know, and uh, it's sometimes it's the only way people know how to be. Unfortunately, they're just so comfortable comfortable in being occupying yeah. that weird fucking negative space. And it's just it's it's such a change to move away from it that, you know, people are creatures of habit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and habits die hard. And I trust me. That's, that's big. That's big. Like I'm one of those people that took me forever. I still got bad habits. Like, you know, there's still things that I'm working on. I think I'll always be working on, you know, to make myself a better person. And, but Mm -hmm. some, some habits just never fucking die. It's just subconsciously, programmed in me since i was you know a kid since i was little but notice how you know i keep saying a lot through this like these are my personal like i personally believe since we're talking about depression i want to make sure that you know everything that we're saying has like we're not doctors we're not therapists or nothing these are both of our personal opinions yeah so this is a serious subject so how i feel i'm not shaming anyone who feel like they take their depression very seriously and they if you listen to this and you're like oh fuck that that's not you know how i believe depression is you don't know nothing about it that look that's fine but i'm not i'm not trying to like down talk you know your depression and how bad it is like if you're doing something about it whatever it may be mm-hmm. get some help therapy therapy or Take pills, whatever it is you're trying to do, but whatever it is, 
if it's not working, keep going. Try something else. And that's Try the thing. something else. Also, because that becomes a habit. Like, oh, I'm, mm. I have this habit of taking these pills to make me feel better every day for a certain point. But I still have depression. Like, I, I honestly think that's, that's part of a mindset, too. Like, my mindset uh, is that I am labeled as I have depression. And I'm bad with labels, man. Like, I, I hate labeling these things like so it's like instead of taking i take these pills and they're going to cure my depression it's like i have depression so i take these I pills. Take, yes exactly <clears throat> yeah and that goes with like everything and you know a lot of times when i say like you know people some people around these ceremonies is like oh hey you're the fire keeper like i am not the fire keeper i am a fire keeper that's not who i am that's mm-hmm. something i do mm-hmm. so even label labeling me as that like i'm proud to do that but I'm not, that is not, I don't want to be labeled like that. And I think this all started too when I was in, when I quit drinking and I was going to AA. Like I was going around the room speaking my name. Hey, I'm Pablo. I'm an alcoholic. And I seen guys in there for 30 years. I'm so-and-so. I'm an alcoholic. You're still an alcoholic after 30 years. You're, you're putting this limitation on you as whatever. Like I can never do this because I am this. Mm-hmm. You're putting a label on yourself and you're limiting your potential. I have anxiety. Yeah, right. like I have anxiety yeah. or I'm like, you know, that's whatever support group you go to. I think a lot of support groups are, are, are like that. Like if you go to a depression support group, hey, I'm so-and-so and I have depression. Right. Well, if I, <laughs> I should start a happy support group. Like I am so-and-so and I have happiness and I don't have it all the time. Like I feel like my whole life is just this balance of the, like it's, it's a, it is a roller coaster, up and down. Like mm-hmm. it's highs and lows, yep. and that's just fucking life. Like it lets me know I'm alive. It's a frequency. We are, we're we're all made of energy, and every energy is just this frequency that we're vibrating. And if you ever look at frequency and how it moves, it's up and down. Mm-hmm. Seriously, oscillating. Yeah, yep. that's what it does. And and the better, you, the lower you're feeling, or the worse you're feeling, that wave is a lot longer and slower. Mm-hmm. And the happier you're feeling, the wave is a lot faster and higher. It's like boop, 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 boop. It's shorter. It's yeah, it's blah, blah, blah. well, it's com- it's compressed. So like, like I think I don't know who I was talking this about, but like, Wi-Fi is two point four G and five G. You were talking to me about this. yeah. So <laughs> how that wave comes out, and then how the five G comes out. Five G is faster, quicker, mm. but it's a compressed signal. Yeah. So we're right at 35 minutes, so right, we should right, probably right. Uh, go ahead. All right, some closing thoughts on depression. You don't have depression. You just have fucking feelings from time to time, and you just got to manage them. Don't limit yourself with labels. That's good. <laughs> Unbuckle your belt. Let it all hang out. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thought. You have whatever the fuck you think you have. If that's what you want to have, like if that's what you want to label yourself as, you you're, you have depression. Until you don't think you have it anymore. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> you are whatever you want to be. You have whatever you want to have. If you don't you... understand the power of our minds and to make friends with our the, the bad thoughts and the shadow part of us and all these bad negative thoughts and just being able to observe it like – that's just part of this human experience. Yep. Is this fucked up, sad, ex- you know, part uh, experiences that we have or sad situations, trauma. It's just there. It's, not all of us go through the same exact situation, but we have those same feelings. 
and some do like hold on to it longer than others. Um, I don't know. I just I I hope that whatever you say you have, whether it's depression or, I hope that you do get past all that and not label yourself as you have depression because if you're going to label yourself say you have depression please label yourself and say you have happiness too because i tell you there is something in this world that makes you smile even if it's just for a second yeah something i don't care i don't know what it is but it's just not humanly possible to not feel some type of love in your heart with something i have so much love in my heart for so many things these days so same yeah man. i have a lot yeah. of gratitude Find that gratitude. Yeah. yeah. Find the gratitude. Find the fucking gratitude. Accept all this bad shit that happens and the sadness and sit with it and be friends and with it and yeah. don't sit there too long. Then you're going to label yourself as I do have depression. Just don't live in it. Yeah. And, and if, you, if you need tools, you know, some people like me, like I go outside and I fucking grab myself every morning. Like yeah. I go outside and walk in the fucking grass every single morning. Yeah. Get, soak just, up the ions from the earth. Yeah. Every single morning. But don't give up. Whatever it is. Ritual. Whatever it is, don't give up. Don't I'll start doing yoga in my front yard. and Naked yoga? Yeah, my neighbors are probably... I think if I did naked yoga, most of my neighbors would be okay with that. At least the female ones. <laughs> Anyways, guys. Uh, I guess we're going to sign off. You want to go ahead and say the outro? Alright, guys. <laughs> Whatever it is you do out there in this world, Remember, the world needs the real you.